This water news with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Welcome back, Steve. Um, reality has has it that we are in the second year of a drought. And boy, these droughts can get, if they're extended, can get pretty difficult for many. I was wondering if there are any new tools being considered to manage these more frequent circumstances uh, that seem to be, uh, need to be more effectively managed. Yeah, good question. I'm, I'm not hearing a lot about new tools. But I am noticing a lot of efforts being made right now to improve existing tools. And one of those, and it's probably one of the most important ones, is the, uh, and it happens in what it's used in the Western states, and it's our water right system. California manages our surface water. In other words, the water that flows on the land's surface. That is managed according to the prior appropriative doctrine. That's, we've talked about it before. That's first in time, first in right. If you've been using it, you know, since 1900, and you were the first one, then today you also be the first one to use it from a specific diversion point for a specific maximum amount. And um, it, it becomes really important when there's not enough water around. That's when really the, the strength of this type of doctrine uh, is, is necessary, is needed. And as you would expect, seniority in the system is king. Uh, Gary Pitzer, he wrote a super article in the Western Water Magazine on what California is doing right now to adapt the current water right system. And guess what's in the center? Center stage is climate change. It's, it's a big deal. It's becoming the game changer. And that has motivated our state of California to consider a lot of foundational uh, historic uh, legislation. So it appears that climate change has kind of thrown a wrench in the whole thing. Mm. And what specifically is influencing uh, changes in our water rights system? California climates no longer it no longer follows that historic timing and the volumes of the state's yearly water supply. Uh, we have 40 million people living here and it's growing. These, this is very different from the past. Everybody needs water on a daily basis. It's always been that way, and that, that continues. And I don't know if you realize this, but the fluctuations, you know, from year to year of, of precipitation uh, that comes to California, it, is, it fluctuates more here than any other state in our nation. It could be anywhere from 50% of the long-term average to 200% of that long-term average. It's, it's a huge band. Uh, variability. And of course, commerce and enterprise, it totally depends on the availability of water. You know, there will be times when we don't have enough water to provide to all the existing water right holders. And that causes a problem. And in particular, that's really scary for the senior water right holders. They're not used to not getting that water. They're usually first in line. So the future of water in our state really, truly is becoming a little more uncertain. Well, exactly. What kinds of change? What kind of changes uh, is the state considering? The State Water Resource Control Board just put out a report that outlines twelve different recommendations where they have considered, you know, the climate change data, and uh, that would affect, according to them, only the new permits, not the existing water right permits. One recommendation was to significantly expand the stream gauge networks and collect a lot more data. One, one of the weaknesses now, the shortcomings in the current system is you don't have enough data. 
And so this would correct that. And, you know, it can cost some money, as, as you would expect, but it, it becomes necessary. They, they recognize that peak flows, in other words, those maximum flows that happen during big events, they, they need to divert that water. And it's important to do that because we're diverting it to not only our above-ground reservoirs, but also now groundwater, aquifers. It's really important. And interestingly, the new recommendations, they're, they're not... They're not even attempting to change anything with the existing permits, but those who have permits already, those who have the senior priorities, the water rights and others, they still feel like they're threatened because once you start opening up Pandora's box, anything can happen. And that's their their attitude. So they're they're pretty dancy about it. In my view, you know, these circumstances that we're stepping up with uh, against are really are very real. And the concern is that if that pond of water out there isn't big enough to satisfy our collective appetites, then everyone's going to be taking the hit. And that includes your senior people as well as your more junior water right people. Uh, Jennifer Harder, a professor at McGregor School of Law, she says that integrating climate change and the California water rights is really a good policy and aligns with the state goals. So, I mean, there are people that are are agreeing uh, that it, it's a necessary thing to do right now. Tim Duddick, state board, stated that incorporating climate change response to water right permits is going to be complicated, but it's needed. We, we need to do it. So the state, I think, is really recognizing, fortunately, that having partnerships is way more important than taking your state power and then driving right over local power. Okay, well, how does that affect us up here in the foothills? Well, potentially, I think, in a very big way. I mean, look out, NID, Nevada Irrigation District. Look out, Placer County Water Agency. El Dorado Irrigation District, a lot of senior water rights are held by these these groups. And there is a, a stronger push, in, in my view now, that the public trust doctrine and the prior appropriative doctrine, uh, which public trust is about public trust, right? And prior appropriative doctrine is about first in time. You know, it's more private. And uh, those those two approaches, those doctrines may clash, especially when it comes to our senior water rights people. So we need we really need to remind ourselves of the reason why we try to manage water in this state, okay? And that is that we recognize that everybody needs water every single day. And without that water, commerce, it's going to crawl. People are going to leave, and a portion of our national food supply here in California will dwindle. So we, we need to make good decisions. We need to have these partnerships. These are big questions, Steve. They are. Yeah. They are. Anyway, thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at stevebaker at operationunite.co.